Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I explore something unexplained, talk about what it is and look at what else it could possibly be. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. This week, I'm looking at a very famous Jack. In the 1800s, women were attacked by a mysterious assailant. The streets of London became a dangerous place while the attacks were ongoing, and nobody seemed to be able to figure out who was the perpetrator of the attacks. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's London in the 1800s. It can only be one person, right? Wrong. It's not Jack the Ripper. Although the date of release of this episode falls on the anniversary of the discovery of the first victim of his, today we're looking at the other Jack who terrorised London in the 19th century. Spring-heeled Jack. In 1837, a servant named Mary Stevens was walking to Lavender Hill. As she was walking, a figure leaped out at her grabbing at her. This figure, in all the grabbing, actually scratched her with claws that it seemed to have. She was screaming, which caught the attention of passers-by, who rushed to her aid. But by the time they reached her, the mysterious assailant was gone, and nobody could find them. In 1838, a barmaid Polly Adams was attacked whilst walking across the Blackheath in South London, which began to give the monster some credibility. Instead of being waved off as hysterical women telling stories, now that women were being physically attacked, it became a problem. Jane Alsop was almost suffocated by the creature before her family intervened and beat the attacker off of her. According to them, He leapt into the air and soared off into the darkness of the evening. She had received a knock at her door and hadn't been out for a walk. Jane said that her attacker had been wearing some kind of helmet and a tight-fitting white costume that looked like an oilskin and that he had vomited blue and white flames. A man named Thomas Milbank was arrested for the attack, but because of Jane's insistence that her assailant could spit fire, he was released. A few days afterwards, Lucy Scales was walking in Limehouse with her sister when a figure appeared from an alley and breathed fire in her face. The attack left Lucy hysterical, but her attacker fled the scene and was never found, although several men were brought in for questioning. The Mayor of London at the time, Sir John Cowan, received multiple complaints from several parts of London that described a demonic creature that had eyes like balls of fire and hands like icy claws that was able to jump from roof to roof without so much as breaking a sweat. More reports came in from all across England and even some reports from Scotland came in. 
all of them were the same. The victims were all young women and all of them were attacked by a mysterious man. He was always described as thin with tight fitting clothes, red eyes and claws for hands. As the reports began to pile up, the newspapers began to report on them and came up with the name Spring-Heeled Jack. He was named that because of his uncanny ability to leap into attack, then disappear almost as fast when he got caught in the act. This created a boogeyman across the country. He appeared in penny dreadfuls, cheap pieces of literature sold during the 1800s. Parents would even tell their children stories of Jack to scare them into obeying them. He was simultaneously portrayed as a human brigand and an evil monster, and several unsolved crimes were attributed to him. These new reports spread across to the Midlands in the 1850s and 60s, and in 1877, the army set traps to catch Spring-Heeled Jack after he was spotted by sentries. The townsfolk of Lincoln were also reported to have spotted him and shot at him in the street, causing him to laugh at them and bound away, leaping over fences and small buildings. The last sighting of Jack was in 1904, when he was spotted bounding up and down the streets in Everton, Liverpool. He was seen leaping between the cobblestones on the street and the rooftops in the area. Men in the area tried to corner him, but he apparently vanished into the shadows. From that day, Jack seems to have disappeared into the history books and scary stories, only popping up to say hello as a special treat. But the problem of who he was still remains. Spring-heeled Jack terrorised the UK across the 19th century, but nobody knows who he is. As usual, I've got some theories for you. They range from mundane to supernatural and back again, so hold on to your hats while we go on this journey. The first theory is that Jack was the actual devil. The comparison comes from the flame breath red eyes and cold, sharp claws. People genuinely believed that the devil had come to London and later the rest of England for some unknown reason. Perhaps he just wanted to mess with people or perhaps people were just projecting their fears onto this mysterious man. It's also possible that occult practitioners had summoned a demon into this world and set it to work causing trouble. But it's possible that these stories were just made up to try and explain it away. A few men even claimed to be Spring-Heeled Jack. Thomas Milbank claimed it, but was released when he admitted that he couldn't breathe fire. A man named Captain Finch was arrested during an investigation in Tynmouth. 
He ended up being convicted of assaulting two women whilst wearing a hide cloak, a skull cap, horns and a mask. There was even a rumour that the Marquis of Waterford was Jack, simply because he had a bad history with the police and with women. The Mayor of London also accused a group of aristocrats of being Jack after they had made a wager to dress as ghosts, bears and the devil respectively. These are more likely than the original theory here. With all the possibilities of who it might be, there's certainly no specific finger to point here. Some of the people who were suspected and arrested died during the spate of sightings, meaning that someone had to have been a copycat at some point and that Jack can't have been a single person. Unless he was, in fact, a demon or a spirit sent to cause trouble and to hurt others. Either way, Jack hasn't been seen for over a hundred years. But that doesn't mean he's definitely gone for good, does it? The story from this episode came from a historic UK article called Spring-Heeled Jack, an ATI article called The Legend of Spring-Heeled Jack, the Victorian demon who terrorised London, and an Atlas Obscura article called Meet Spring-Heeled Jack, the leaping devil that terrorised Victorian England. Theories from this episode came from the same articles and a thought catalogue article called 27 Facts About Spring-Heeled Jack, the killer who could be a human or could be a creature. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is also getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open a new email, so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. Creature Features are over for this season, but will return after the opening week of Season 2. However, next week's episode comes out on September 7th, so hold on until then. Thank you.